I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. You come around, yeah. You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine. Worry about those comments. I'm way too numb, yeah. It's way too dumb, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time. I need the high Throw that to the side, yeah. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah. When you're not around, when you throw that to the side, yeah. Every time, yeah, 713 Through the 281, yeah, I'm riding Why they on me? Why they on me? I'm flying Sipping low-key I'm sipping low-key at Onyx Fine rider When I'm pulling up right beside you Pop star Lil Mariah When I take skit game wireless Throw a stack on the Bible Never Snapchat or took Molly She fall through plenty Her and all her guineas Yeah we at the top floor, right there off Duini, yeah. Oh, no, I can't fuck with y'all, yeah. When I'm with my squad, I cannot do no wrong, yeah. Saucing in the city, don't get misinformed, yeah. They gon' pull up on you, yeah. We gon' do some things, some things you can't relate, yeah. Cause we from a place, a place you cannot stay, or oh, you can't go, Hey everybody, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we discuss life, love, and everything in between, and most importantly, we are not therapists. We're here to welcome you guys to this week's episode. First off, uh, launch of season two, Trevor. Yes, um, yes. You got some here. good feedback, I heard. Yeah, a lot of people from back home, a lot of people I did not think would listen uh, have done so and have sent me positive feedback about that. So thank you guys so much. That actually means a lot to me, obviously. Yeah, it, it was kind of similar to me too. I actually just tweeted about it today. I was like, I cannot believe how many people... I would not expect to listen to this that actually have sat down and listened to it. Yeah, I mean, that, that like, gives us so much more motivation to keep on going, but, like, always we probably would have yeah, we done, done it no matter what. Yeah. We love listening to podcasts too much. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, it was funny, at work today, uh, a co-worker of ours was straddling, straddling, oh, <laughs> uh, strutting, strutting, uh, strutting into work, and she was listening to the first episode of uh, the second season, oh, wow. so very nice. Uh, it's glad that people walk up to us and are kind of like, look at what I'm doing. So thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys can always submit more questions at twobrokefortherapy.com, and we will answer them next week. It would be super uh, helpful if you guys did take some time and submit questions. We give you guys some free entertainment, so a question goes a long way with us. And also, this week, Trevor, who do we have on the podcast? This week, we had the legend, legend. Jarrett Conley, a, co- a fellow co-worker of ours. Uh, uh, but most importantly, a friend. A f- absolutely. A, yeah. a, a wise but young wizard. Uh, the man is 18 years old. And 18 years young. Yeah, sorry. Young. Yeah. And uh, has lived more life than I have and maybe ever will. Probably, yeah. He's um, definitely done more outgoing shit than I probably have yeah. in my adult life. And I like to live vicariously through that. I think he's a great addition to the podcast because of that. Absolutely the least lucid I've ever been during a day. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. Uh, <laughs> the substances the were, uh, were, were, were being a... Yeah. A plot. We applied very heavily. Uh, Yeah, it was a great time. Super cool to have him on finally. A great first guest. 
for this yeah, season. Yeah, for the second season. Uh, we get into some pretty uh, crazy stories. The uh, ending of the episode might be the most harsh ending <laughs> we've ever had on Two Broke for Therapy. I think that I literally stayed at the end of the episode, this is the most uncomfortable I had ever been. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And um, Jarrett uh, thrives in those situations, and he's got plenty more where that came from. Uh, so we kind of talked to him about growing up in Palm Springs, what it's like to live in a desert for your youth. Rough. And uh, why he came up to San Francisco and what kind of motivates him to keep going. Uh, Trevor, also, uh, what have you been up to this past week? Uh, anything fun or just uh, work and school? Just work and school. I've been really in that school mode a lot. I went to the uh, melee tournament that I go to every other week last night. How many rounds did you go through? <laughs> Lost both of them. Oh. Uh, listen, I don't want to talk about it. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. I care. I, we'll, we'll dive into it after this. And I you know, have just been on that work grind. Yeah. Uh, barely, barely sleeping. But it's been a lot of fun. And I'm excited that we've got a lot of great feedback. Uh, we were going to have a new cover this week. Oh, can't wait uh, for that. It's in process. Process. Oh, Ooh, pro- baby. Yeah. It's uh, in progress right now by our designer, Jenny. Shouts and, out to Jenny. Uh, shouts out to RJ for taking all these great photos. Big shouts out to yeah, RJ. We've got promotional uh, the stuff. super homie. <laughs> yeah, we've got promotional stuff for the next uh, month and a half off of that one photo shoot. So thank you guys so much for fucking with us. Uh, we fuck with you heavily. Um, please, like I said, submit questions and tell a friend. Subscribe and rate. Yeah. I guess right? leave a review. Leave if a, you're review, a real yeah. freak. Yeah, if you're a real freak, we have a couple of reviews, but they won't uh, display any reviews until we have like I think fifteen or twenty plus. That's some, that's some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll get see. There, we'll see what happens. Get us on the get us on the scoreboard. Five stars, please. Uh, so thank you guys again. Thank, thank you guys so much. Yeah, uh, it was. It's going to be a splendid rest of the season. Uh, this is a great uh, first guest, as we say. Of paper I do that. Off. I do that. It's it's a good way to signify what beer is yours at like a party, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of nervously. I'm always picking at shit. I'm also always chewing on things like Capri really? Sun straws. Oh wow! Capri oh, Sun. I know that. I Those know are that. my favorite. Those are my Capri Sun oh, straws. My favorite. The, the Capri Sun straws are definitely my favorite. They're like they're nice. They're pretty hard. Like they give a good chew. Jesus but I will chew on any straw, and then I'll chew on things. I'll pick it paper. I'll pick it my nails. Yeah, your nails are fucked. My up. nails are pretty. Chipped. I mean, painted blue beautifully though. You're yeah. a chip model. Good no, color. yeah, definitely chipped nail polish is my aesthetic these days. It's, my, it's a good representation of your life. It's it definitely it sums it up. Chipped nail polish. You know the cuticles. <laughs> the cuticles going, done fucked going up. Brazy. Going crazy. Going crazy. You know, well, welcome to No Jumper. The coolest podcast in the world. <laughs> That's a. If anyone knows the reference, I'll get it. Anyway, um, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy. I'm going to start it fresh from the top here. I'm sitting down with Jarrett Conley, a coworker of Trevor and I. Um, the homie. We yeah, the very verified. Homie, yeah, verified homie, um, friend of the podcast. I have um, talked about him in the intro. You kind of know a little bit about him already, but we're going to get to know him a little bit better. We have a speed round. 
speed round, boys. Are you ready? Of uh, five questions. So our it's a new segment, but it's more so the uh, listeners can get to know you, uh, what kind of culture you're into, and kind of uh, get a better picture of you before we dive into these other questions. So, um, first and foremost, Jarrett Conley, you are uh, 19 or 20? 18. 18. 18. 18. Oh my god. A couple weeks ago, I was 22, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh. I'm 18 again. Yeah. I'll be 21 in a few days, though. Okay, so <laughs> you're, you got your fake taken. I was there. Exactly. Was it a day ruiner? No. No, I no. think... I, think I mean, a day ruiner would be like, I get the fake taken away and I get and a they, ticket for it. Yeah. But getting it taken away, you know, shit happens. I had it for a month. I did a lot of really crazy shit. That was only shit. a month? Or not a month, a year. Not oh, yeah, no. I was like, year. yo, I've been... You were still going to go inside the show. After right? a year. No, yeah, it was, yeah, I was already in. He just took it from me. He's like, oh. this shit's fake. And I was like, fuck, you caught me. Like, Yeah, he was like, can I try to get it back? <laughs> and I was like, can I get it back? No. <laughs> can I buy it back? No. All right, so they gotta walk, get a, like, I walk, a I walk away with my tail between my legs. They do get a bounty for And we had a good I time. I continue my day. I got yeah. really high, and I just, yeah. So. <laughs> we just walked around. As you did, it was around a festival. Cruise. Yeah. It was, hey, it was, yeah, it, it was Pretty a low point. Solid in that day. Yeah, something for four songs. Shouts out to that fucked event. Whatever, yeah, no, they, they really fucked it up. If, like, Beach got this, like, half as fucked as that, it will be very upsetting. Here we go. That's a perfect transition into this. Let's ask a couple of quick questions, just like I said. Five questions, just to get to know Jarrett really quick. Off the dome, his gut reactions. Number three of my list of five questions. I don't know why I said that first, but uh, what is your favorite song at the moment? Favorite song at the moment, Vanishing Point by New Order. Oh, that's a nice beat. Like, uh, and then the start, I was like, Classic track takes me back. <laughs> and it so, just got me hooked. And now every single day when I'm like... I usually listen to that song at least a couple times a day. I like to listen to it on my way to the bus to work, smoking a stove. And then I also like to put that song on first when I have to do some dishes inevitably. If I get like, if I'm closer and I'm I'm dish bitch, then... You got three hours of dishwashing. I've got got some new order on cue. For sure. That's that's great. And uh, what would your favorite book be? Ham on Rye by Charles Bukowski. Because when I was 15 years old or so, and I first started getting into books a lot again, because you know, in high school, you know, you, you start. Books. That's when you start. Yeah, you start reading. Read, you start really reading and enjoying it. Before that, I was like whatever. And then I, like, I was reading a little Hunter S. Thompson. You know, like, classic. Of course, you read some <laughs> the Hunter. Intro you read some Hunter, and then you start digging a little deeper, and then you're like, oh wow, there's Charles Bukowski. I'll read that shit. And then Ham on Rye was just a great coming of age story when I was, you know, coming of age. Oh yeah. As a young young man. Young man. Young man, and. So you kind of, I just, as a side note, you moved up here kind of because of the beat scene, right? That was exactly, like, like getting into that, the all the whole beat scene was kind of what really introduced me into literature and made me realize how much I actually enjoy that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to live up here and kind of experience it for yourself. Experience it firsthand. Not, not that it's the same, but the remnants of it. And there's definitely still the yeah. leftovers. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. definitely tell that <laughs> this place is special. Yeah, exactly. Um... Trevor, you want to ask uh, this question here? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, anybody that knows you knows that uh, you have a way about uh, looking nice, dude. So what is your favorite designer? My favorite designer? I don't really have favorite designers. I oh, like wow. I like going to the thrift store, and I like picking out what I think looks cool. I mean, I'm not really too into, like, buying the gear and shit, because, like... Yeah, but, like, you know... You gotta have... You, you, you gotta like like to flex one thing. Yeah. You, you love your Ralph? Yeah, you wear a lot of Ralph. I do 
love I do love my Ralph just because it's just like that low key, just like it's kind of grimy, kind of like it's a, it's a transition. It's just the perfect uh, in between. It's yeah, it transcends the bond between dad and just I'm being a little punk, I'm being a little punk in the streets right now. And a lot of the polo I do wear is my father's. Yeah, you got a lot of dad like nice touch. Yeah, it's all about the dad attire, I think. Just letting people know, Jarrett showed up in a what what would you, what would you even describe? What I don't know, up? like a one piece work doctor's scrubs. Oh, yeah. coveralls? The coveralls. The coveralls, yeah. No, like, definitely the coveralls and the the The, 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 the covers. Yeah. The cut off, uh, the frayed bottoms. Yeah, the frayed bottoms. Uh, oh, you yeah. looked like you just, like, you know, worked on a car that was purely made from avocado. <laughs> like, your shirt was covered. I did have a bit of that workshop, I did make a couple scrambles today. Lens would be I Love McConan. Really? I love McConan for sure because he's out there. Damn. He doesn't give a flying fuck what people think. And he's, like, and a lot of people, he's on, like, He's in that little B spectrum where, like, his music's there, and there's definitely some great songs. There's definitely some songs you can't deny are completely terrible. But the way he goes about it and the way he supports himself is inspiring. And that yeah. he, he's really the embodiment of, if you're not going to be behind your own shit, then who else will be? Because, like, McConan's, he doesn't even listen to other music. When McConan's, like, listening to music, he listens to his own songs. Because he's like, I don't fucking, I'm making music because I want to listen to it for myself. Like, I mean, you guys, yeah. fuck with it if you want. That's cool, but, you know. Do you think that it's helped alienate him into, like, a, a certain kind of spectrum? Definitely. He's def- the, the McConan fan club is definitely a really, really loyal this, 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 this specific. He did have yeah. people going off at the music festival, though. Hey, day and night. We've, do. we've discussed the little B continuum previously on the podcast. He's a great uh, example Disciple of that. When he first it, came yeah. out, oh boy, dude, you cannot deny the the hold that he had. Shouts know? out to father and all the representation he gave. Oh, of course, dude. The whole showing, how, has... showing that rap just doesn't have to be so serious. Exactly, right. and that's the best thing. Uh, Trevor, ask the last uh, quick hitter question. Right. If you had twenty four hours to live, where would you be twenty three hours from now? 23 hours from now yeah I probably would have already died <laughs> I'm realizing okay I'm gonna die in 24 hours I'm gonna do all the things that I didn't do because I thought I might kill myself okay. so maybe a, I'd probably shoot down a Tijuana for a while <laughs> spend, some a time, spend some time in TJ and then with about 15 hours on the clock I'd probably try to catch a flight back to San Francisco so I can go hit 1015, or not, not 1015, definitely the mezzanine, so the I can hit mezzanine. the Dirty Bird Quarterly, because the Dirty course. Bird Quarterly is going to happen the day I die. And at that, <laughs> at that quarterly, I will consume a few drugs and it will make me have an epiphany where I will end up at the Golden do. Gate Bridge. <laughs> I'll end up at the Golden Gate Bridge with a few close friends, and I'm going to be like, okay, guys, I'm dying in 30 minutes. Time for me to take my own life, because... I'm in control. <laughs> Fair and, enough. And I fall backwards, throwing up a peace sign, and I just <laughs> gently descend into the Pacific the, Ocean. The cold abyss of death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, who knows? A seal hey, might beautiful. save your life, and you might spend the last 10 minutes with a seal. But that, that, what an answer. I would and what happens with that seal? Who no, knows? I'll be, I'll be dead. <laughs> the seal will be long gone. <laughs> with only the haunting memories of that young man. Um, well, let's get into some longer form questions for you, kind of to let you know how you got to know us. Um, how did we meet, Jared? Uh, let's. There's anecdotes. Yeah. There's so many things, but let's let's keep it in a in a tightness. Here. We met at Clifford's 
Christmas party. Christmas party. 2015. Splifford Parks. Christmas Splifford Parks. Splifford Parks. You had a pink BB gun. I had. A, I got a pink BB gun that I won in a white elephant. Wait, like yeah. metal? Like BBs? yeah, like he shot BBs. And Clifford talked about Stephen a lot. Cliff talked about Stephen as Clifford. you do. Yeah. I, knew, I knew. I knew who Stephen was, and I knew he was in San Francisco. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I met him. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, cool guy. Offered me the job. I'm like, fuck yeah. Wow. Well, on the spot like that. Get back. Get back. Hit him up. I'm you know. A recipient next thing you know, I'm working at workshop, and then now I'm on the podcast. The rest is history. We've we've had a lot of good times together, to say the least. Oh yeah, uh, the Lil Yachty riot was a good time. Lil Yachty oh, that riot, was that was, yeah, that was a great riot. bonding experience. That's where I really that first was, got to know you. Dude, that was the first time I met Trevor. Yeah, that was one of the best. Uh, that was before I worked at Workshop, huh? Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I guess that it was, was. fresher when you moved up here. That was like you were. That was like my second up. week here. Yeah, you were, you were yeah. One of my favorite quotes uh, from you, I think I've ever heard, was when we were at that show. You had a photo taken of you. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, Yo, Jared, how often do people take photos of you? And you're like, Not that often, but. Still more than the average person, I'd say. <laughs> and I was like, 100%. That is yeah, like, I don't know that if that comes it. off as kind of like, you know, no, 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 you resent it, but you hold it an extreme amount of pride for it. Where was it yeah. exactly again? La Quinta, California. Oh, man. Near Palm Springs, the uh, getaway oh. for, of L.A. Of course. So, and, I mean, in the 80s, I suppose, Palm Springs is cool. I, d- I don't remember the 80s. Why is that? I don't remember. What's, this, what's the 80s? Lore? Just, just yeah, no, there's yeah, a lot of drug money there. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of, like, they oh, yeah. clubs I and shit. And then now it's just old people in their golf courses wow. and so it's really boring for young people and like all of, there's really nothing else to do there except like get drunk and do drugs yeah so there's a lot of that going on i mean granted that happens everywhere but it's oh. just it's just a it's you've got more free space to do yeah. it in Palm Springs. no it's not though because everyone's parents are old and it's a really like conservative area so no one's parents are really with the shits but isn't it like warm enough that you could go out into the middle of a field but there's just nowhere to do that shit because old people are sus and they call yeah, the cops yeah, in they do. old people will always call the cops in you so there's nowhere to chill in Palm Springs <laughs> that's a lesson to take, put, write that one down guys and so I, I'm, I don't know if I'm glad I grew up in Palm Springs I mean I could have grown up in a lot worse place like it's it's really boring, but it's a really safe place. Like it never, it's not dangerous. Yeah. Like I didn't really experience anything. Well, like, you could right? go down to Thousand Palms or Ninety Nine Palms or whatever. Well, yeah, but that's on the other side of the freeway. Yeah. I never had to go on the other side of the freeway. The other side of the track. The only time, I, the only time I ever had to cross the freeway is to get to the uh, dispensaries. Oh. The dispensaries are over there because it's all the industrial areas. So interesting. There's a good one, Cafe Canna Cabana, now closed. Now closed. I think I went there at one point. Cafe Canna, yeah, in Cliff. Looks like a Burning Man uh, setup, right? <laughs> Like the inside, oh was yeah, like a yeah, yeah. And there's like some waterfalls, fucking, like a dojo or some shit. There's yeah, the waterfall, <laughs> like some crazy shit going to the ceiling. Well, that, that's uh, it, so kind of bringing us up to now. You've lived up here for a year, correct? Yeah. Um, do you think your life is kind of where you wanted it to be? Uh, looking at it a year ago, where you are now? A year ago, I had no idea what to like expect coming to San Francisco. I knew it was a cool place, but I didn't really know what it was like and what exactly I would even do here. I was like, I'm going to go to school somewhere different that no one else is really going, like, to see what's out there and just have start a completely fresh life, you know? Like, no... No, no. All, all new friends. My only old friend's Brandon, 
my Shouts roommate. Out Shouts out to Brandon <laughs> yeah, for sure. Homie. He's the homie. Got him. But other than that, I don't know anyone else like up here from back home really, and I don't. I don't associate myself with those people that I do know really anymore. What were your first two months like? Like as somebody that has only been here for two months, you know, like yeah, first two months up here. I'm just personally curious. It was, what did you? It was how, what was your traveling. mindset when you came up in? My like, first two months up here, I spent a lot of time exploring the city. I was yeah. drinking a lot of vodka and Gatorade. All right, so I I'd say hydrated. I'd be sipping Gatorade. as well. I'd be, I would always go to the like gas wherever because I just got my fake ID too when I moved up here, so I was stoked to use it. It worked perfectly everywhere. I had a shit ton of money from graduating. I was getting fucking drunk every day. So I would always go and down to this like liquor stores and get two of the big bottles of blue Gatorade and like a one of the, the light blue or the dark blue, usually light blue. Oh yeah, Good. usually oh, light yeah. blue. Frost, and then one of those yeah, the yeah. plastic like about like a ten dollar bottle of Smirnoff, and I would just pour that shit into the vodka or the the vodka into the Gatorade, and I'd get really drunk and mob around the city right. a lot. And I spent a lot of time exploring the city. And if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't know the city of San Francisco nearly as well. And I know a lot of cool cuts and shit yeah. now because I did all that. These days, I don't do as much exploring like that. I kind of go where I need to go, and I will explore when I want to. But, you know, I've been here for a while, so I know what's up. I know what I like. So do you think you're fully comfortable, like, living up here? And do you think it's a place that has kind of, like, embraced uh, who you are as a person? Oh, 100%. Because up here, like, I feel like you can walk down the street literally doing whatever the fuck you want. You can be smoking a joint in a dress. (laughs) <laughs> and no one will, That's for no, one, sure. no one will bat an eye and anything someone says to you will be positive and will make you feel good about yourself yeah and you and when you're in that kind of environment it really allows you to think what you like it allows you like kind of find what you want to do in life yeah and it helps you choose a direction because that your influences are positive influences as opposed yeah. to that's overwhelmingly what, that's why, positive exactly yeah. so any, anything you want to do it's backed with support because if you want to do something and people like knock you down before you even give it a shot you don't even know how well you could have done and you'll be like well fuck I'm not going to try but around here it's like alright I want to do this people are like oh cool like no, that sounds cool you should do this it'll be cool like I can Let help me you here help. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like people are down to help you and it's a collaborative effort you think you've grown it's, it's not so like it's not like a man eat man world it's more like help a brother out do you think you've grown since you've been here because of that Definitely. Like, positively. It's kind of, like, opposite of, like, Northern California. It's funny that this kind of fits into a metaphor, I guess. Um, is like, up, right? Like, positivity is up. Mm-hmm. And then Southern California, it's like, oh. It's uh, chill. If I can give a very realistic uh, Southern California quote, oh, dude, that, don't be a faggot. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sounds whack what as fuck, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And, yeah, Smoke coming up, and die. Coming like, up, and also moving up here really made me, uh. Because growing up in SoCal, I had I didn't really like you know I wasn't exactly as sensitive about all yeah. these like topics and such. There have gaining a lot of traction recently, but coming up here, you start to learn firsthand what it actually means to live like that and how it affects other people. Because down there, you think like, oh fuck, I'm like they're just being sensitive and shit, but no, like it's actually real problems and these are real people and you culture. You, do, yeah. you don't get to decide how other people feel. There's culture. That's the biggest exactly. thing. Is like yeah. there's like the SoCal culture is just like it's just it's all looks. Yeah, it's all looks. Oh, that's a, it's def- a facade. That's a, it is a facade. And with that, you can kind of lose focus, which kind of brings us into our first listener question. The first one, we actually talked about this guy earlier tonight when we were just having our casual uh, pre, pre-podcast conversation. And the question is from Young Arthritis, classic alias. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, I believe, under that handle as well. Shouts out to Alex Steele. Ooh. Oh, I don't know Personal information. Is that, is that a no-no? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's fine. One of the, I'm sure he would love to be shouted out. Oh, yeah, out. no. Shouts out to Alec. Friend of the podcast, for sure. And the uh, question that he asks for this week is, what do you do when you find yourself having difficulty remaining focused on a creative endeavor? 
Um, when you hit a wall, where do you seek the inspiration that will allow you to finish the project? I actually read that all the way through. Successfully the first time. Yeah, good call. I try to do something for the first time, something I've never done before. But how do you continue if you hit a wall doing that for the first time, though? That's what he's asking. No, I'm saying, like, I'm just, like, go, like, if I'm having, if I'm hitting a wall, and, like, if I can't think about something, and, like, I just go find inspiration going somewhere I've never been before. Oh. Or going, doing something, like, oh, I've never done this, I've always wanted to, I don't know why I haven't, I'm doing that today, I don't give a fuck, and I just go out and do it. And then from there, it's just kind of, like, a good refreshing point, and then you get a new perspective on things, because you're seeing things that you're not used to seeing, so you start looking at things from a different perspective. And then it usually allows me to, you know, get the gears turning again. That's a, uh, what an answer, dude. Yeah, beautiful, dude. Do you have one, Trev? Um, no, I mean, him? I kind of do. You can't help him? Uh, yeah, I do, man. I mean, I don't do, I don't really partake in anything that creative, but what I do do is play Everyone Super does. Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube, my friend. And when I'm having <laughs> mentality problems, you know, sometimes you got to take a break. Sometimes you've got to uh, go online. Maybe you got to study. you got to think you gotta like appreciate other people's art you gotta appreciate yeah other things soak that in get some inspiration you know take a two-week break and then just kind of try not to think about it as much you know what I'm also saying? i need to add cigarettes there's something Could about smoking smoke cigarettes. Some weed, smoke some no, cigarettes. If you're, when you're smoking a cigarette it allows you it's something that you can do and just not focus on anything else while you're doing it you just smoke a cigarette and everything's just like you know what nothing else really matters i've got this stove you know like taking my time off and it allows you just to think a lot less with less noise think more clearly with less influences and that's a lot of the problems i feel like when you hit a block is that you're really it's when you hit a block it's because you're afraid of how it'll like turn out yeah that's exactly. what you're afraid of so you're like oh shit like i've really got to think too hard about this but and that's like that's gonna and that's ruin what, you and that'll yeah, fuck you up sure. but if you can just you know let that go you know just kind of just smoke the cigarette it's like fuck it you know, whatever. And then you're just kind of calm about it. You just take the new approach. I mean, pretty much. I'm, I'm similar in the way as, like, someone who would write something in, like, the fact that I would feel hella self-conscious about almost anything that I would put pen to paper. Definitely. It's more like, oh, what are people going to think about this? Is, is it any good? And, you know, it's just keep going. Like, I think that's something that you need to force yourself through. Like, every wall that you hit is, like... Yo, I can't do this anymore. It's because you don't want to leave your comfort zone a lot of the time. Yeah, and I think once you blast past that wall is where you'll find most then, of the truth in what you start want to, to. And then you start, like, because in the last few years, I've really evolved from being a pretty, like, shy and, like, introverted person that hasn't, like, you know, that hasn't really shown his cards so much. Wow. I still really don't. No, that is still, not what I No, I really, I really have, but I've also just realized, like, you know, like, I don't really like this shit. Like, you know, like, I feel like everything's just kind of happening too passively. Like, I can't wait for things to happen like you know i'm just going to try to change things up all the time i just slowly like started putting myself out there a little more and more and then i started like caring less about how i was perceived out there and then that was happening around the same time i was moving up to san francisco about the same yeah. year so then it was already starting and then i come up here and i was really allowed to just do take off and just do whatever i wanted to and just find things that are just fun and then because i realized that if you do something like say you get like a shitty haircut it's not a shitty haircut. Like, it might look, like, it might look fucked. You might think it looks fucked. Everyone will think it'll look fucked. But if you're sitting there and you're like, you know what, I fucking love this shit, and you just rep it 100%, yeah. it'll definitely come off as a lot better of a haircut than someone that's like, I hate it. It's fucking yeah, yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you commenting on your own haircut? No. No. People love my hair. I love it. Who doesn't love it? That's one of my favorite things about you. And if anyone ever told me it sucks, I'd fucking tell them you suck and the fuck out of my face. Like, You need to get the sides trimmed up a little bit, though. It's been a while. No, it has been a while. I've been thinking about that. I need to get a trim going on. 
I think the biggest thing you could do too is, like Trevor kind of stated and like Jarrett said, do your favorite vice, but you know, if that is a heroin or something, do not. Probably yeah. don't. Try not um, to do that. If it, but if it's something as casually smoking or maybe sipping. Yeah, I mean, I do everything once, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't be afraid of things, but yeah. you also got to know what's good for you. Yeah, like sipping a glass of wine, I think, is always... Uh, I'll have a full glass, nothing else going on other than sipping. a wine sponsor, dude. Dude, we still got it. I've got a few bottles. Right now, I've got two bottles in my room. personal shot, dude. No, no, it's... We are at the liquor store. We could be sipping on... Some we had a wine sponsorship. Wine. Love winery. Shout out to uh, Russian River. We'll, we'll 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 bring him on next week. Anyway, uh, not to divulge, but that's that's my advice to you. You would say like you know maybe do something new and maybe that would stimulate your creativity. You would say what, what was your answer? Take a break. Sometimes you just kind of need it. Uh, and follow. And follow that will help you. Again, try to get inspiration from other things or like people that are. You know, I say probably that inspire you. Whatever yeah, yeah, inspiration exactly. for people that inspire you. Oh, watch other art. Stuff well, yeah, exactly. Um, I would say you know, really try to problem solve and work through that problem. Um, maybe don't just limit yourself to one answer. Maybe write down multiple answers to that problem and see where you land in a couple of hours. And also, just like you guys, uh, take a like couple of seconds and self reflect. You gotta step back. Whether it be smoke a cigarette, I uh, guess that is what I mean. Drink a glass of wine, step back, try not to think about it for a while. You know, like. <laughs> really clear the mind. Maybe yeah. smoke some pot if you're feeling nasty. Some words. Um, but you know that that that's kind of a you know self medication and at the same time self meditation. Boo boo. It's always baby. something. Baby. If, if you're more in the, if you're more uh, health conscious, you know, you could meditate. Yeah, take you a couple. Do, you like, could do something that doesn't involve uh, inputting substances you know, in your body. But whatever works, works. Yes, yeah, so that's so. our uh, advice for you. And the second question, All right. someone that yes. Trevor uh, would love to that shout out. That brings us to our next question, asked to us by uh, Sheba Monday, a uh, friend of the show uh, from last week. <laughs> um, and they ask us, if you could wake up tomorrow in the body of somebody else, who would you pick and what would you do? Oh, Jared, hit me. I got my answer right if now. I could dip if I could up. get into the... One hundred percent. Explain that. Diplo. Explain that. Could you yeah. follow that man on Snapchat? Unfortunately, him and, him and Anthony Bourdain. That's like a toss-up. Yeah. Like both of them just live the life. They get to travel around, not give a fuck, make lots of money, just being themselves, doing like the sickest shit. Yeah, like, obviously, I'm not the biggest fan of Diplo's music, but like, he, that man lives a charmed life. I can't deny it. You know what I mean? I would love to be that guy for a day. Just. How would you sniff all the drugs he can sniff and be around all the women he can be I don't know around? If Diplo does that kind of shit. I don't know. He's I got know. a kid. I know exactly. <laughs> no, he's got like two. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would just love to cut this out. I would love to be reborn as a man that has fucked MIA. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's that's he, that man has access. Is what oh, I'm trying yeah. to say. He's he can do whatever the fuck the he wants. You know, yeah, probably uh, preferably when he's like maybe in Ibiza, maybe uh, some somewhere in fucking like Dubai, well, maybe Berlin or some shit. I don't oh, yeah. know, dude. Hey, Bergheim. Bergheim. No, Diplo does not play Bergheim. I'm sure he has. No. I, <laughs> I don't think so. I've been there. One hundred percent. I'm cheating. <laughs> I'm trying to go there. I'm See, trying to go there. That's where I'd be in 24 hours of my death. I'd no, that would be there. my answer. That's where I die. Sure. I would go die uh, there. My answer is 100%. I'd be sniffing ketamine in Bergheim. Just like, 
Like you walk in there and like they try to put the stick what is the camera. What is they try to put something over your camera, you're like, no, oh, my phone is smashed like, on the ground. It's like the club of the world. It's like the yeah. most exclusive, like that is the techno destination. No, nope, the like world. no one like, gets in. It's honestly. like a super exclusive on, door it, it opens on Thursday, closes Monday morning. And then like and people just, are there the And when you walk in, they don't let you fucking like if you have your phone out, that's a huge no no. They fucking they put a camera over your phone because they're like it's honestly it's actually like it's a lot of it's like a gay sex club, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like a big there's a gay lot of sex, like rooms, a gay orgy like party. dark rooms where, like, there's no lights and people just be fucking. People do whatever they want there, really. Yeah. Like, they really, really, like, that's just the purest form of doing whatever you want. It is, like, and the you don't have to worry about someone videotaping world. you. Like, you do what you want there, and there's just some crazy-ass techno going from Thursday to Monday. Great music, dude. I would honestly be there for the music and the party second. Like, the music for, first, the party second. I'd be there for all second. of it. I would be I mean, there 45 I, I minutes before I'd the time enjoy was the party. <laughs> Anyways, so Pretty my answer, good. Diplo, a more serious answer, maybe, um... Who would you? I don't know. Do you know? Dip was your answer. Dip was what, 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 what would you say, Jared? Do you have one? For one day, I'd probably want to be a a ladybug. Fuck a ladybug? No, definitely not a ladybug. For one day, I'd want to be Bob Ross. <laughs> He's dead. You the know. iconic. Who's painter. Bob Ross? The, the iconic. Oh, yeah, the like iconic Bob Ross. painter. Yeah, yeah. His voice is like liquid tranquilizer, and he really? is the man that probably is at the most peace of the world. He's an ex. Like military sergeant or something, and he was like a drill oh, sergeant. So that's he's crazy. yelling at people, and he's like, you know what? I'm never going to yell again. And he became painting on PBS, and his Damn, voice I had is no idea. angelic, dude. I want to be Eric Andre. That's a good one. I could be Eric Andre for a day. Yeah, that'd be a great person. Because Eric Andre is allowed to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. He can go out in the street, and he could like fucking, he could shit on a plate and like find someone that'll eat it, <laughs> and then he'll have a bite with them, <laughs> and he'll go throw himself into a wall. At all in the same take. All in one shot. <laughs> and he'll have a really fucked up haircut. It'll look like Cat Williams or some shit. <laughs> the straighted out perm. I think if I could be anybody, it would definitely be uh, Kanye West. Okay. Kanye. Just wake up, hit Kim up, uh, <laughs> yeah. roll out of bed, go say what's up to Kylie. Um, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, side take. Hey, but I'm Kanye for a day. So I, saw a meme, I saw a meme on the internet today that was like. Blast Kanye and think about myself, or blast Drake and think about you. So uh, been hit with that. Been hit with that. Been hit with that situation many times. I always pick Drake, but that's the difference between you and me. You'd want to be Drake over Kanye? No, 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 no. But think in that dichotomy, that binary that is think about me, so Kanye, think people. about you, so, listen so to Drake. You put I would just more other people. I would most often listen to Drake. People, and Trevor puts others before Well, I just so. think I enjoy I know, the feeling of being not sad. I'd rather think about others that make me sad, so I'd rather think about myself. Yeah, I get uh, some weird joy out of being sad. It's part of the brand. Everyone does. It's in the brand is strong. That's, that's like... There's just something like that's nice about being sad and hating. Oh, yeah. yeah dude, the self-pity is amazing, dude. Been there for... Since I was born, oh, I came oh, out the fucking from day one. Being conscious, you know, same. I think I and, like, was like reveling in There's a video of it. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get to the last question here. Let's um, hit it, Jarrett. This is a question that uh, we don't understand as old men. Uh, Trevor, you are how old to confess? I'm fucking 23 years old, dude. And I am 24 years old, and you are an 18 year old man, and you oh, are experiencing something we just don't get, or that we feel like we missed out on, and that is. What is it like to deal with growing up with insta thotties? 
Um, Instagram, oh, Instagram-based women, I, women of the younger age caliber that uh, like to post provocative and/or like to be uh, different on the internet. We grew up with—I don't want to say more basic women, but their morals and stuff are differently placed. Whereas in younger women, I mean, I don't know if I like to say promoting—not all of that. They're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, they're just I, like promo- self-promotion women. They're a lot of—they're a lot of fun because once again, it comes back to like confidence. Because they know what's good, you know? They don't give a fuck about other people. And that's the same reason... For the same reasons girls like the skaters and shit. That's why guys like the girls to do that kind of shit. You know, like... I mean, you guys... Other, like, generations are a lot more, like, modest. Or they're a lot more concerned about what they're, like... Definitely. Their appearance and what people think of them. And how other people, like, see their significant other or something. Like... Or not significant other, but, like, their... Love interest. Their love interest, exactly. And they, like, see that shit. Like, oh, what the fuck? She's putting herself out there. But it's in this generation. It's more it's like, damn, that's a hot ass pick. But like, and you see that, <laughs> you're like, everyone, you're, no. But like, what you do is you see that shit, and you're like, damn, like she looks good. But then you you know that, oh, like yeah, she's mine. So like, I don't give a fuck. Like she knows what's good. It's just like a trust bond like that. Damn, is you can any, trust somebody that yeah, is easily, dude. Way, is I got any, issues with that, my man. I can never trust. You know, maybe that's, that's us, but maybe that's. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's not Instagram thotties. Trust. Well, just anybody, dude. Yeah, I mean, I just hate myself. That's where that comes from. Pictures. Trust and girls are not two words that I relate to one another. I mean, for, well, for me, for me, who has been well, fucked, for me, I want I'm to clarify the kind of that, that it's not my, the women I don't trust. I put my trust, trust that I don't I feel it's worthy. I put yeah, my trust. True, I, I, true. That's the I definitely, that's what it is. I'm a person that definitely puts my trust out there a lot more than I should. And it definitely like, comes around to fuck me a lot. But I've also learned that I'd rather put my trust and give it 100% and making it the best op- like the best situation possible than holding back because I'm afraid of what might happen. Yeah, I mean, that's a better way to live and your I life. Do that, it's just, like, it's like, hard that. to and get then, in that mind state. I and mean, it's hard to get past that, and then I'm like, alright, okay, and then it takes time, and then you finally realize what you have to do for yourself. Which is what? I totally lost where I was going with that. Exactly, dude. There is no true no, yeah, There's yeah, no you're, faith. You're keeping it up a you're, lie. You're propagating a myth like capitalism, my friend. Yeah, this is yeah. nothing, you know, fight the for the freedom. thotties. I don't know. I was thinking more of not like the thotties. I was just thinking of like the well, low-key girls. That yeah, but like that's a different thing though. No, no. All right. Only okay. been dating offline Okay, so let me go back. Okay, so the Instagram thotties, they're the girls you have fun with and they're, they're batshit crazy. But you have a good night with them. You have a good night. They're probably pretty cool people, but you don't definitely do not want to get involved with them past like hanging out, banging. Like you don't want to like get any sort of like romantic. And why is that? Because you think that they are uh, well. Because they have so many other options, and everyone else is better yeah, than that's, me. That's so. what fucks me up, dude. And that's the thing that we are talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's, no, people don't. That's the thing, though. The people they don't really fuck with the Instagram thotties. They think they do. And then they realize what they're getting themselves into, and you have two ways to go. You either become another one of the people that are like, fuck this bitch, she's fucking whatever, or you take her for what she is, and you're, like, and you're like, or you don't, or get, you played. don't get played. Do you play the game back? But, like, that and is that you, game? Do you enjoy that game? I no, guess exactly. I don't even like the game. No, you play the game. Like the game. No, exactly. My, you have to go, that's the, like, you have to go in cycles. You go from playing the game, and you just play the game for a while, and you're like, you know what? I'm bored of playing the game. I'm going to settle yeah. down. Like, this and then is play just a different like, game this, for a while. This sounds like every single time I've ever downloaded Tinder and it just it's the worst every time you know what I'm saying playing I've games never, I've never downloaded Tinder but I've playing never, games I've can used, be fun I've used Tinder but I've yet to like actually like 
meet up with somebody from Tinder. Oh, it's not the best. It's more of just I ego punk. Honestly, you go on there and you see who fucks with you. Flex. And then, yeah, you try to flex as hard as you can. And then you just, like, see, all right, oh, like, like damn, like, oh, she thinks I'm cute, too? All right, cool. And you, like, you might say a couple things, but you don't really go past that because you realize, like, you know what? Like, what the fuck? Like, do I really want to meet someone like this? Like, exactly. That's but that's what's that's what what I what I say that and I'll meet someone off Twitter and I feel like I really so I what's the difference? No, the difference is when you're on Twitter, you you follow them and you feel like you know them. That's what this whole generation. You feel like you completely know someone because you follow them on social media. Yeah, you can never meet them in your life, but you can follow them on fucking Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, like that used to be Tumblr Snapchat, for me in high school. And you're on all that shit at the same time. And you've got this mutual like following on there, and you feel like you know them, and then you meet them in real life. And it's actually, like, the reason why it's kind of, I, I, I like it, because, like, I mean, if you, like, it seems like if you, like, so, like, you fuck with someone over the internet, like, you, like, talk to them for a while, or, like, not for a while, but, you know, you kind of, like, get the gist of who they are. Yeah, yeah. And then you can meet them in person, and you kind of know what's good, and, like, you have, like, a starting point. See, for me, I've never fallen in love with anybody I've met via social media. I well, have me, me met people via the internet and have had sex. No. That is a call for Exactly. That's, that's the difference. There's a distinction. There, I think this generation, there's a much larger distinction between, like, just having sex with someone and someone you actually care about. Like, a lot more people are being poly, polyamorous. <laughs> and we'll get into that. Shouts out to the workshop. Shouts out to poly, man. Shout out. I don't know. That sounds like my worst nightmare. Exactly. Um, and that's the difference. You're, you guys are older, and I, that sounds like something that's, like, I mean, this has got to get cut out. That's, like, kind of what ruined my last relationship. I was trying to get into some poly, like, getting into some threesomes and shit, and she's, like, didn't no. trust me anymore. But I was like, look, like, what do you mean, like, this is what it is, and she yeah. just wasn't fucking with that. Yeah, the moment yeah. a girl was, asked me to have a threesome with two dudes, oh, I, I don't know. No, I, I would be so... I'd, I'd, be, I'd, I'd be like, this is where we split pass. Yeah. Like, I, I, I could never... That. Well, no, I've had the... Like, with the... Like, I feel like definitely, like, with my current lady friend, we were talking about this, we're like, okay, like... Ever, like she Even she said, she's like, I'm not going to fucking fuck two dudes at once. Like, I'd rather, like, you know, have a threesome with another girl and then, like, a dude... Yeah. That definitely sounds like an ideal situation. Well, obviously that's an ideal situation, yeah, but I'm saying, I, you know, I mean, you come I, across It's also a trap, dude. You can't fuck that other girl. You really can't. You can't. I've had it been done with people I know. I've never done it. I've never wished. No, you don't. You don't have to. Like, there's a lot of I know there's a lot of other options, but I'm just saying I heard it can get nasty. It can get nasty. I've seen Entourage, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Jared, did you want to ask a question? Maybe even something off the top of your head. It can be anything to uh, us, and then we could wrap it up here. Hmm. Maybe something you want to ask to the older generation. <laughs> older generation. What was it like growing up in high school without cell phones and shit? Do you guys have we cell have phones? Dude, what do you have? I had an iPhone 4, dude. Yeah, I, I, had, I had an iPhone 4 in like fucking 7th grade. Yeah, I had a cell phone okay. in 5th grade. Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. so you guys are I had, I had a cell phone in 5th Because I had a cell phone in 5th grade, too. Yeah, I had a cell phone it was, in 5th grade. It was, grade. you know, the bew, bew, bew kind of like ringtone still yeah, back then. Yeah, no, I had it in the club. It was dude, like a... Like social media was very much a thing. got the keyboard on it. Social media just became a thing. So you guys were around during the MySpace days. Yeah, that's what I came. So, okay, so I came guys, up in the so MySpace. You guys grew up in MySpace. What is it like out. being on Twitter? What's like the difference? Like, do I was you like Twitter the, more or less than MySpace. I loved there? MySpace. That was the perfect platform. I met my first girlfriend ever <laughs> off of MySpace. Did you ever meet her in real life? Yes, dude. She lived in Florida. We would fly back and forth you across grew? the country for two weeks at a time. This was in 
freshman, sophomore year, dude. And he's she's, a Florida She's Florida? a rapper now. Her name is Kitty. How many followers does she have on Twitter? Look that up. Reference that. How many followers uh, does she, she have on Twitter? Twitter? She's yeah. verified. Dude. She's verified. Oh, she's really? got the yeah. check, baby. Oh, wow. God. Did you bang her? Check. That was my, the girl I lost my virginity to. Oh, fuck 32.8K yeah. followers. Dude. Oh, you lost your virginity to her? Yeah. Oh, here that goes the deep dive. Oh, Boys. Man. Boys. Digress. <laughs> <laughs> that was my very first girlfriend. Dude. So MySpace was the most lit era. You could customize your page so well. It was, I mean, of very much of the time. Yeah. There couldn't, MySpace would never survive now. There's so many... There's things that pe- people would consider cheesy now about it. That, but like having I, fucking that music were, on your page. Yeah, exactly. I think I hate more than going no, no. somewhere with music. That, but see, that was acceptable in MySpace. That was cool. It was cool. The part that when you had like a little playlist, like the curation of the song in your page was so essential. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like amazing. Like Mine is the Aquabat Super Rad to this day. Uh, yeah, so. my shit was a lot of... I don't even remember. Hard or something. Yeah, I hated going to like the emo girls page in middle school <laughs> and being like... <laughs> Yeah, classic. Well, my, no, my, MySpace was lit. I miss those days. Twitter's cool. I know. I was never into MySpace. I, was, I feel like I, 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 didn't, I didn't hop yeah. on the wave. I didn't hop You're on the wave young. like in the time. Like I wasn't too young, but like you know, my Facebook. mom. My mom was kind of like you know, you should. She kind of gave me the impression, don't go on that shit, and like. If you do, I'll kick and I catch you. You'll be in trouble. I was like that age, you know. Yeah. So then I, I broke. Up, I broke into Facebook. Yeah. I still get updates every now. Post. Every like it'll be like seven years ago, Jared. And they'll show me some picture of being like football pads or something. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck. My I like I liked MySpace enough because it, it connected me with a lot of people for the first time that I yeah. did now. Facebook was super chill, but I used it more as like a dark internet site for two years until it became like a thing. And I had too much shit on that website that uh. It did not help me out, but Twitter was my perfect platform. I like Twitter. Is. I, I love Twitter. Twitter. I was one of the first guys on Twitter in our high school. I think I started the movement. I was on it like my the end of my freshman year. What year was this? Man, that's like 2006, 2007. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I like I almost had Stephen Baker as my Twitter handle. That close. I, there's only one other guy, so I picked Stephen Baker. A. I could have had Stephen underscore Baker. No, so, um, true. So we don't do it. I love uh, Twitter. I think it's the perfect platform for me. I think like. Putting out your ideas randomly is super sick. Funny photos, videos. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they own Vine, I think, is super cool. Shouts out to the, like you know everybody that tried to become Vine famous and made me hate them. Yeah, um, but super insufferable. Instagram, I'm, I'm an Instagram man personally. Instagram oh, is great. Instagram is great, but I also think that. Um, Instagram's too women like, bougie. love Instagram. It's too bougie. It's I'll, too much. Like it's too, for some reason, you have to try too hard for Instagram. Exactly. I feel like on Instagram, Instagram like, there's, is flexible. There's, sure. there's different degrees of like how much like thought you have to put in your pictures. I feel like if you're putting something on Twitter, no, like no, not, yeah. not, but no, like no, 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 but, but no, don't forget about my absolute number one favorite. Snapchat. 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 Is the best. Snapchat. Best everything. You can delete everything. I love Snapchat. But give me Snapchat or give me death. Yeah. Why? Why? Snapchat, I think, is the best social media platform that's ever existed. The because story it sh- it goes away. It goes away in a day. It's like you can. You don't have to put so much thought into it. Whereas, yeah, Instagram is like it's way more so curated. Casual. So you it's have so to casual. Like, what you put on there is permanent. Even so on, on Twitter, you have to put a little thought. But on Snapchat, it's so casual. It's you. Do how many times do you? Take a video and don't even look at it and send that shit. Every time. It's Almost every moment. time. You just send that shit, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Or you can... But then there's also so many different things you can do. There's all the fucking, like, the facial recognition yeah, things. No, those you. suck. Those are no, never they, good. Snapchat's, Except for the dog Snapchat's like, always on the cutting edge of that filter. shit. Snapchat's everything fucking Facebook wishes it could be. For order, Facebook, order, order in the court. 
we're ranting. I do agree with Facebook, and I agree with everything everybody said. But if I like to say, too hard. Uh, Snapchat, I love it. I think it's a great social platform. Definitely the most social. I get to know someone, really. Definitely. uh, For real. Yeah. The most social. It's the most telling of your real life. It is that. And that's the thing is I don't like to follow that many people on it. But Twitter, I like it because it's more of a news source. Exactly. Literally the last. And like you said, you don't have to. Just like Snapchat, you don't have to care what you post. I still fucking flex on Snapchat. I flex on Snapchat all the time. I still care about it. Like on Twitter, I literally posted something two days ago saying nobody ever tweets about me. Like that's a, that's some sad shit, exactly. Sad as fuck. And I tweet about it's it. sad as fuck, but it's something that you could put on Twitter and forget about and not give a fuck about. And he no tweeted tweet. about me. Trevor tweeted about me. Thank you. And, 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 and Twitter's nice because, like, unlike in Snapchat, on Twitter you get the feedback and it's yeah. pretty quick. And like, you um, could be real as fuck. You too. can be real as fuck, and you know, like, like sometimes that random ass person will fit will be the only person to favor your tweet. Yeah. And it was some weird shit. Like, damn, like. They feel they, they, fuck, with they fuck with me. They fuck yeah. with that. Like I fuck with them. They're like, on this wavelength. That's the thing. Is Twitter is the thing I would be feel most embarrassed about someone following me. Sure, on. that's, that's how I fuck. That's how I because it's, well, like, no. it's like Snapchat. It's like fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Welcome to my life. You already kind of know who yeah. I am. Twitter's way more personal because like you put those words. Yeah, out Instagram there. everything's super well curated, but Twitter like you could go back six months and see exactly. These days, I feel like the Tumblr is the most like the worst. Fuck Tumblr. I don't even fuck Tumblr's for teenagers. You're a teenager, so it's fine. I don't. I like to go on there, but I know I remember. In high school, I was really like, I hope no one finds. Oh, Tumblr was my shit. I deleted, I deleted my that's that a Tumblr. Platform I met that shit's deactivated. I have one now, but it's a lot less cool than it was back in the day. See, I never really got take took. I never really took. That was my platform. It's mostly because I like posting pictures of like myself and getting a lot of notes on Tumblr. From people like from people I don't know on Twitter, it was mostly people I kind of knew. Yeah, but like Tumblr was a completely new app, like a new audience. I want to end on one note uh, that Trevor brought up today that is uh, very true, and I want to post to everybody that listens to this podcast. Can we do the uh, the rapper bit that you brought up earlier? <laughs> and then we'll get into uh, rest yeah. and plugs. I was, was going to wait for like uh, some on some real shit or something. Here's something. Oh, we got to bring that second. Yeah. Oh, we'll bring on some we real shit that next, next, week. next week. Okay, but here's some on some real shit for you guys. I don't understand. I know it's been a culturally like tried and true thing in the history of hip hop music but there's one thing rappers are trying to convince me about that they never will it is that it is cool to fuck a girl and have her fuck all your friends afterwards I don't understand why for years and years and years that is constantly a brag in rap songs that like she no, fucked me and then no, she that, fucked the that's team that's perfect that's but like, like my, my the, uh, the igloo group chat yeah, yeah, exactly, which is something I don't get. But that's like, not the thing, is you invite here's one the girl over, and then everyone's just, like, right. taking turns. Because, like, training just, her? rappers, yeah. well, oh. rappers well, convince me doing drugs cool. is cool. They cool. convince me selling drugs is cool. They convince me that, you know, shooting people is cool. But it's just, like, like I'll just accept they anything anything that they've... On the same night? The thing about rap is, like, like they have funny around. ways about flexing and stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, like, when you put it that way, that is a thing that you're flexing But when it comes, it's always a common thing is that like she fucked me and then well because rap is a very macho like, culture it's a very but macho cool thing but what's cool about that it's, what's cool I'll, about it is it's completely I buy it it's that one that's it's not cheap. cool <laughs> it's not cool it's, it's, it's not it's not, it's not it, it does make you uncomfortable but the rap and the thing about rap is I feel like well there's all this PC shit going on the only thing it's not no I'm not even trying thing, to be PC I'm just saying no, no, that, like, I'm saying I would like the girl better if she only had sex with me people have been cleaning their acts up a little bit because they realize that it does make people feel uncomfortable but rap's the only thing that they still don't give a shit and they like say all this like 
Well, rap, my dad puts rap as like, rap is the only kind of music you should not want to listen to with your parents. No, I mean, obviously there's a little bit of joking in my posing of this question, yeah, but, but like, but still, on, on a real level, I feel like I would like the girl a lot better if she only had sex with me. I, I 100% would prefer that. I would not like that. I don't understand it. That's what we're I don't get enjoyment you, out of her. You said you had an example team. from high school? Oh, Jesus I Christ, Jarrett. No, I was involved. one kid in my base team he had a party at his house okay. at his house and some chick got trained by like the probably, most probably eight eloquent of ways to put it no she got trained the, like and her friend was like being like yo like who's next like that kind of thing damn and i don't know what we, it this is. cannot be on the podcast dude i think it will be and i think that I, i'm so uncomfortable i've never been so uncomfortable on the podcast but Let's do recommendations and plugs. We always have people recommend something uh, to our listeners that they should check out, and then we plug it up after that. So we'll go through recommendations, then do plugs. Um, Jared, do you have anything to recommend to the listeners this week? Go to the Dirty Bird Quarterly on September 16th. In San Francisco? In San Francisco at the mezzanine. 20 bucks at the door. What is it? It's a fucking party with all the Dirty Bird players. Is it, is it house music? <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good. It's a just a house rec or a house label from San Francisco, and they throw these parties four times a year. And I think it's the best music out right now. It's like it's just fun dance music. It's party music. They like they got the vibes there. They know what's cool. And there's all lots. Right. There's always lots of I'm pizza. Lots of pizza, drugs. I'm that not. it brings out the crazy people. Last time I was there, I saw these like. This couple, like, they're giving each other bumps and banging on the stage. It was fucking gnarly. I'm, I'm <laughs> there, dude. Just, I'm fucking they, there. And it goes really late, too. It goes till 4 a.m. The best part is past 2 when they stop selling alcohol. All the people that are just there to get drunk, they start leaving. But the people that are still there past 2, those are the people that are there for the music. Or on drugs. Or on drugs. Probably both. Most likely both. Yeah, and those likely. are the coolest people. And those are the, the hours from, like... Probably like two thirty three to four. That's real. That's MF the hours. peak. That is the epitome of San Francisco nightlife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't. Uh, maybe I'll go if, if that, that's. I'm I fucking down, down, dude. I'm, I'm actually super down. Busy. Um, Trevor, do you have anything to recommend? Um, Come on, man. You had to absorb something this Watch week. Watch Swingers, dude, Swingers, on Netflix. Yeah. Great flick. Showed Swingers to Trevor. Shouts out to Johnny Favreau. Shouts out to uh, my boy Vince Vaughn. Great fan of Favs. Baby, baby, baby. Baby. They play some baby games. <laughs> yeah, that's a... If you've never seen that movie, you, I think you would really like it. I've seen it. You've seen it? Yeah. yeah. I, it's, a, it's a split. Check out. Check they out. And name like Swingers, it's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely have to thought it was something else. Um, I would recommend watch Narco season two if you haven't, but I know uh, so many it. people have. It's it's a good show, and other than that, I think Travis Scott's new album is something worth listening to. Sure, uh, once over. So that's my big recommendation. Um, I have listened to it multiple times, but I think everyone should give it a shot. I feel like people that aren't in that. Uh, I feel like people don't like Travis Scott as much as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. And I think Rodeo was a great album, and I think this album's a pretty decent follow-up to that. A lot of good features. Um, and they're not listed, so they kind of come out of nowhere. Nice. Shouts out to 21 Savage. She's got a great feature on that, too. Love it. Shouts out to Quavo for making it's the, uh, the uh, yeah, It's a Knife, <laughs> the, uh, the name of the album. And then Plugs, Jarrett, where can people find your stream of consciousness on the internet this week? Too Greasy. Number two, Greasy on Twitter. That's it? What about, what about your uh, Instagram handle or anything like that? Um, Jarrett Conley, J-A-R-E-T. But you have the full name there? Full name. J-A-R-E-T-C-O-N-L-E-E. 
C O N L E E E E or E. You can follow me on hit my, hit my Snapchat too, oh, Jared Conley underscore nine. Nine? Why the nine? That was my number in baseball freshman year. Dude, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my number in baseball my freshman year, and I, that's when I made Snapchat. And I was like, "Fuck!" Oh wow, number. that's crazy. I made Snapchat like a year ago. Damn. Yeah, I was late to the party. Yeah, uh, I was, fucking, I, I was I, all about I was Instagram. on Snapchat when it was just pictures. It used to be oh. just pictures, and you could see other people's best friends and shit. Oh, I remember that. I was there around. I was there for that. Uh, that old. Um, as always, I'm you old. Can, <laughs> well, yeah, same, same, dude. As always, you guys, you can follow me at YoungTPow on Twitter, Y U N G T P O W. Instagram at AlfPogs. Still A L F P O G S, and if you are in the San Francisco Bay Area and you play a mean game of Super Smash Brothers, you can see me every other Tuesday at the fucking Foundry, bitch. Money match me, <laughs> money match me. Lay it down on the fucking on the cube. <laughs> um, as always, you can follow the podcast at TBFT Podcast at Twitter. Um, you can submit us questions there too if you'd like. You can always submit questions at our website at twobrokefortherapy.com. It would be a big help if you guys uh, this week would submit some more questions for us so we can have a fresh batch. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, Stephen Baker 8. Stephen with a PH. Baker is in the fucking the profession. The profession and 8 as in the number bitch. I always thought it had a V in your name. No. Stephen Colbert. you across this table. Um, Stephen. 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 And you can follow the. Uh, you can follow me on. What is it? I don't want to say my Snapchat. On, on my Instagram at Dat McFly. D A T. Like that, but Dat. And then McFly. You know how to spell it, motherfuckers. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Jarrett, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Hope I've, been you wait, I've been waiting for this day for a while now. So, so we. Thanks for uh, telling us the uh, the craziest of tales. And this I can't be uh, editing you. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to it. edit the episode over the next week. Um, but I'm sure it'll be great and it will work into something beautiful. Oh, I can't wait. And thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. And please submit motherfucking questions. Please go to the website. Submit some questions. Yeah, I see you guys out here. Shable Monday. Young Arthritis. Yeah, we want more. <laughs> we want more fans, more community. And also share the podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. And always, get excited. We've got a new mix from your boys. Send a wave. Send a wave. On the ones and twos coming at you fresh. In the mix. Will we get, no, 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 will we get house music? Z- z- will we get his, his first beat? Will we get something fresh from something the Something exclusive. You know the man's been in the lab. You know that's it, Steve. All, that's all he's done. He's trapped himself so hard that he can't even get cell phone service in Texas. Oh, I absolutely back. can't. <laughs> we'll see what it's with us. Uh, I'm about to get lit to this mix, boys. Let's see what happens. Uh, Shouts out to Xander Wave. Follow him at SoundCloud. Just type in SoundCloud Xander Wave on Google. It will pop up for you. You'll find it. You, you know who we are. All right. Big tunes ahead. Big tunes ahead. Enjoy the, the subwoof bangers. Uh, Jared, let's go take another dab. Oh, yes. Yeah. Please. <laughs> let's waiting. Oh, and uh, Trevor, just to finish us off here, uh, Jared, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but. Trevor, um, maybe you should fill him in. I don't know if you're aware of this, Jarrett. Uh, the podcast, the brand is strong. Too broke for therapy. Uh, we are, you know, master purveyors of the advice. But there's one thing you must always take into consideration. You gotta take it into consideration. We are not therapists. Boom, baby. And standard wave. Cue up the ones and twos. Let's get into it. Yeah, this I'm is already. I want to feel like this this is, I, when I listen to this mix, I want to feel like I am. 3 a.m. at Bergheim, just like ready to go. Balls deep in some designer <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Let's go. Take me there, Xander Wave. Take me there. Oh, I'm already there, Trevor. Yeah. I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt's off. I'm in a diaper. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
I got some leather gear. <laughs> leather gear. <laughs> Lots of leather. Would you ever wear a harness? I did want I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. in my room. Oh, let's put them on. Xander Way's queuing up. Let's see him. <laughs>
Don't bother me, I'm working. Don't bother me, I'm working. Don't bother me, I'm working. Don't bother me, working, working. For me, I'm working. Don't bother me. Don't bother me, can't you see? Don't bother me, working, working. For me, I'm working. Uh, don't bother me. Don't, don't bother me, can't you see?
it's a good coming of age story and it's really and it was real and I read that when I was like 16 years old when as a 16 year old male Bukowski is like you're fucking yeah that's not, the classic like yeah. no one's gonna like fucking oh man Bukowski but 